Alright, ready? Yes. Ready, go. That's what you're supposed to play. Ready, go. That's okay, we'll keep going. Hi! Hello! Welcome welcome to the show. Welcome to Ready Go Podcast. Welcome everybody. Yeah, this is, this is Brian. We're used to my sultry voice. And this is Cammy, but I have a cold. Cammy has a really thick cold. Uh, that's what happens when you're pregnant. You're, yeah. Your immune system goes down. Your body changes. sick all the time. No, obviously this is not Cammy. This is Cammy's dear husband, Porter. Welcome, Porter, to the show. Thank you. Because uh, we couldn't, you know, I couldn't do a show by myself. There are people who do podcasts by themselves, and I'm not. Well, one, I listen to those podcasts. And two, I don't. Uh, I don't think I can just talk. You're not a monologuer? I'm not a monologuer. I get very self conscious very quickly. Even when in conversation, if I'm the only one talking for a long time, I, yeah. I get uh, So, yeah, how's it going, man? I, I like. I like what you've done with the place. As I was mentioning before, there's boats everywhere. There are boats everywhere. Lots of beautiful boats. I guess there's four, yeah. There's one you can't see. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> the backup boat. Okay. And so, are they all done, or are you ha- working on one still? Is this one I'm done? still working on still working the on red one. ones? Yeah, mostly done. I'd say 90% complete. Okay. The painting's done. The painting's the worst part by a factor of that. Really? Yes. I thought it might be like finding the miniature ropes <laughs> and miniature buoys to, to decorate. We have to, well, first you have to find the miniature sheep. Right. And then you gotta shear them. And just, tiny little hard to, hard to get a hold of. Hard to do. Tiny little sheep dogs are hard to find, too. So, so uh. Uh, yeah, so today's today's episode, this is Ready Go Podcast, we generally talk about things creative, creativity related, and uh, Cammie, uh, we're, we're just, you know, she hasn't had her baby yet, but this episode will probably She's air. in labor right now, that's, that's right over <laughs> She's not in labor, no. But this, uh, uh, this episode will likely air after the baby's born. There's a decent chance. So, uh, we're, I, yeah, I felt like I needed to record a bunch of episodes so that... We don't have to report strategic yet. reserve. That's right. This yeah, the backlog. I guess the listener doesn't need to know that, no. but they do now. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, wanted to talk about you for some reason and your creative endeavors. I, I need. I, Cammy and I were talking. Um, well, I've had a couple of comments um, from other people too that that I need to be doing more interviews, have things more interview based and okay. like person based. I actually had, after the episode where we talked about um, sleep, mm-hmm. did you listen to that episode? I did. I had, um, I had a listener, uh, he was flabbergasted that I was so uh, supportive of Edison. He, okay, because he, he was a... He's a he big was, Tesla, he's a big Tesla he's a fan. Tesla file, yeah, of course And so is. Tesla fans... Being a fan of Tesla is definitely in vogue right now. Right, well, and it's by definition like... Part of being a Tesla fan is being an Edison, Ed, an Edison, you know, hater. Right. Um, so, but and we talked about maybe doing a couple spotlights. Here's we're going to talk about Elon Musk, or we're going to talk about okay. Steve Jobs for. But today we're going to talk about Porter Bratton. Forget Elon Musk. Right. Yeah. He's too musky. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Elon's scent gland. <laughs> did, did, you, did, did you hear that? Uh, Steve employed. Richard Branson, yeah, virgin guy? No. He, what about that? Did he, I know who he is. Yeah, but he uh, he said that they're working on some electric cars. No, didn't hear Vir- that. Virgin electric cars. Bravo, Sir Richard Branson. Because yeah. didn't, didn't like, uh, Musk like make all his plans public domain? He like let him out? He just... I don't know. He did something crazy like that. that I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, he's a crazy bugger. Mm-hmm. But kind of crazy, crazy like a fox. Yes. Um, or like a skunk, maybe. Well, he has musk glands. Right. <laughs> Actually, no, that, that would be more like a stoat or a weasel. <laughs> Well, they all, all have musk lands. All those woodland creatures are very Martin are, are crazy Fisher. in a similar way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, back on track. I want to talk about two things in particular. I do want to come back to these boats at some point. Okay. But the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, these runs that you do. Now we had we we did an episode once before a little bit on talk about criticism that criticism was, yeah, right. right and, and we talked about you and and. But one thing that I th- think is really, to me, the most interesting thing about your job is the uh, the autonomy to, like, come up with new events, mm-hmm. right? And, like, okay. like, to me, that's really cool, like, to say, okay, now we're going to do this event. And, and so I wanted to talk about maybe the beginning to end, either of, of – either the beginning of end or where – because aren't you working on one now, like a virtual run? Yeah, we just wrapped up one virtual run, and we're gearing up for the next. Yeah, now. today's today's Ready to Go podcast is brought to you by, by the Puppy Run. By the Puppy Run, Puppy Run, get your puppy run on. It's positively perfect. Wouldn't that be like a kitten run? <laughs> just puns. Oh, okay. right. Well, but puppies don't. I, no, it's positively. Oh, I was just positively. Yes, exactly. I wasn't actually saying P U R R F E C T. Oh, I was just positively perfect. Positively perfect. Right, but that would make a better pun for. Yes, doggone it, Brian. Just go along with it. <laughs> a cat run would be better. Anyway, so why the puppy run? Because you love dogs. Well, we have. Okay, so let me start by saying that with most of our races, the creative is actually pretty constrained. Because there is such a burden of actually having to, like, pull this all off. Sure. In, you know, showing up, executing with, like, not a huge amount of staffing. And just the burden of reality sets... The burden of external realities weighs upon the creative process. Quickly. Very quickly. Sure. It's like, oh, we could do this, but this is going to take... This is going to be hard. Right. For us to do... Something we implemented a few years ago is we put... Your first name on your bib. If you sign it before a certain date, when we order the bibs, put your first name on it. And that process is not super creative, but it's a little bit creative, a little bit different than most other runs. And that takes like that takes some serious planning in advance. Sure. And so more than you'd think. More like than it, you'd it, think. Like when you first say it's like well, that's not that big of a deal, just right. put their name on. It. It's a big deal because you have to, for reasons I don't need to get into. Um, so the nice thing about virtual races is that. There's very few external realities. The only thing we really have to deal with, I mean, most of it takes place on the internet. You know, so the only constraint is programming and coding and all that. Right. We do mail out stuff, so things have to be, you know, things have to be able to be mailed. They can't be super heavy or bulky or whatnot. So but, how many how many virtual explain to our listeners oh yeah. what a virtual race is. Okay. Because they may or may not know, like Supporter is a race director. He has done several uh 
uh, organized several races. The Mustache Dash is a big one. He just did the the, uh, the Shamrock, Shamrock Kirk run. and Shamrock run. He's the guy who organized it, who got to deal with the city and and planned out the route and and got all the bibs and all the race packets. If you're runners, you know what that is. And I imagine some of our listeners aren't. Hopefully, but yeah. but those who are, you should keep your eye open. You should go on and like. Do you have like some sort of like? Place, central place central place where like if uh, i was into your runs you could go to blackfishventuresllc.com all right that's nothing find out more. all right you need to have a you need to have like a you need to like have a hub that is the i mean facebook is i know hub. but like your hub but like do people go to blackfish on facebook if you if you go to, know, to like what's porter's next race you can see we have partner links to all of our other races on our website so if you go to one you can see all of them all right so go to snoqualmievalleyrun.com and you can find links to all of our races. You can races. find all the races. Yes. So, yeah, this week's uh, podcast brought to you by Snoqualmie Valley Run. <laughs> run. Snoqualmie Valley Run. <laughs> it's fast, flat, and scenic. Isn't that it? Something like that? That's it, yeah. And 100% Pacific Northwest. And That's 100% our percent Pacific Northwest. Okay, so virtual run is different from physical run because instead of everybody in one area coming to one Physical location, running together at the same time. A virtual one, anybody can take, anybody can participate, as long as we can ship to them. Uh, and we mail out the shirt, the finishers medal, the bib, plus any other swag that they have. What if I'm in Cuba? Does that, can you not only ship? Do, we only do USA and Canada right now. Okay. You said as long as I can ship to them. Yes. Right. So, in the United States. And Canada. And Canada. Yes. In North America. And overseas military bases. Guam? Yes. Guam, we can ship to Guam. Philippines? It's $5.05 to ship to Guam. Really? If you're on, yeah, it's American territory. Right. Not the Philippines, no. Okay. So. I really hope that we have some Guam listeners, <laughs> some listeners in Guam who are like, oh, I could do that race. I've been looking for a race that I could do. But they're all in the United States. No, I need a virtual one. All right. So it's actually for- really good for service uh, people in. Uh, the armed services because sure. they want to participate in events, but it's not like they have like runs being organized in Iraq or right. uh, wherever else they may be. So, um, or Qatar, for right. example. For example. Uh, so as long as, so we ship out the all the stuff the the bib, the shirt, the finisher's medal, and their Wait, swag. you get a medal before you even run the race? Well, yes, and if you put it on, you'll explode into flames. <laughs> Before you've run, that's that that's a good uh, enchanted metal. Yeah, yeah, that's a good fail safe. I think we actually put that in the instructions. Good. <laughs> and uh, so people go out and they run because, and now most people these days have either a phone that can track how far mm-hmm. they run, their pace and their distance and all that, or they have a watch that does the same thing but just in a much more stylish and compact manner, or a Fitbit, or a Fitbit, or any number of devices, and. Uh, they run the course, and they, we in the past we've only done five k's. Now we're going to start doing ten k's and half because really it's the same thing. Sure. Uh, it doesn't change anything for us. And people go out and run. They submit their times, and then we have all these. Uh, we have they have a profile where they can submit photos and their times and whatnot. And then we have all these categories of prizes. And it's not just about in this case. It's not just about being fast. Uh, we do have an award for fastest, but there's things like the oldest runner, the youngest runner. The coldest run, the hottest run. What about the fattest runner? Don't have fattest Some runner. Something like you put in their BMI and we we do have uh, flat runner, which is like fat runner but with an extra L in okay. it. And flat runner is where you uh, you take a picture of your run outfit on the floor before you run. That's really all it is. 
But it's like there's a top, some shorts, some maybe. So it's a like bib. who has the cutest outfit? Is yes, that what's going it's a on? way to preview your outfit. Yeah, it's a thing. People do it. I'm sure. One new do. thing we're gonna roll out is trust me, it's a thing. It's uh, draw something with your running route, and then you know post a picture of it. Aha. Uh-huh. Right? Are you nervous about lots yes. of male genitalia? Phallic uh, <laughs> pictures? They're surprisingly easy to draw with running around. <laughs> I, 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 it seems like I saw a news. Somebody, yes, some pilot a woman. did it on a. Some pilot did it in the. Like the right. Yeah. yeah what is air? The, the FCC. Yes. Right. Anyway. So, yeah, we'll, well, I'm sure we'll it's edit. It's a family friendly We'll show censor order. for that kind of stuff. So, that's a virtual one in, in a nutshell. Okay. That's how it works. And so, how long has this been going on? How long is virtual? I mean, not not too long, right? I mean, First one we did last November with the mustache dash. There was a virtual. There was a virtual one, and then we are wrapping up the Pi Day five k. Uh-huh. Pi Day was just last weekend. Epic. Did you have any pie on Pi Day? Uh yes, I had pizza, which is a kind of pie. We had pizza and pie. Right. I mean, I had a long day. I wasn't really up to. Sure. I guess you were running a yeah. virtual race. Well, and a real and race. A real race. Two races in one. It was a one. busy day. Yeah. So wait, did you count your time in the one for the other? Well, I didn't run. Oh, you didn't run I didn't either. run either, actually. But could I have done that? You could have. I, I mean, could've, you could have I, run the Shamrock Run and used that as your time to submit to the Pi Day. Do you think anybody did that? You could have double-fisted. Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then our next one is the Puppy Run, which we're going to roll at registration here in the next... And so you've you've gone with puppy instead of because you originally when I talked to you about it before you were talking about making some sort of cat dogs versus kids kids or, versus puppies or, I think, or kittens then, versus puppies were the two right kittens but like you've moved away from that we've moved away from Why? that because puppies are are so inscrutably cute and endearing that and, and, and kitties aren't kitties. Uh, are all, kids are also very cute, but there is something, there is a, uh, a plethora of internet material to work with for puppies. Uh, and you I think, don't think there's more on on kittens on cats? Are you talking about kitten? I mean, children or <laughs> children, children or, or cats? cats? Well, here's the thing: is not everybody has kids, right? Right, and so not everybody can relate quite as readily to having to the kids, right? But even if you don't have a dog, yeah, chances see. are that you find puppies attractive. Even if you don't like, even if you're never going to have a dog, don't like dogs. I don't really find dogs attractive. Right? But you that's, probably find that's, that's a little. But how do you feel about puppies? Well, I mean, to say that I find them attractive is a little attractive is not the right word. <laughs> do you when you see them? Do you are puppies, they endearing? They're they're fine. They're fine. Big, they're big, fine. Big, you're an outlier, Ryan. I uh, probably you're a freak of nature. I probably. So, anyways, the puppy is just such a winner, and it is such a slam dunk. It writes itself. I mean, there is such an okay, so, abundance of dog puns, dog pictures. Uh, so are you encouraging people to run yes. with their dogs? Yes. Dressed up as dogs? They should run with... If they have a dogs, they're going to submit a photo of their dog. Okay. It'd be like a showcase of canine gallery of sorts. Um, there's also going to be like a piece of dog swag for people to purchase for their dogs when they register. Uh-huh. There's also an option to register your kid, like have your kid participate. So if you have a kid and a dog or either or, you can they can feel included. Um, yeah, that's why we picked it. I mean, it's just, it's hard to say no to a puppy. <laughs> I say no to puppies all the time. When we're, they're asking you on the street to yeah, sign but, up for they, waivers. Well, would they, they just look at me with their big puppy dog eyes? I'm not even sure what they're asking for, but like. <laughs> Love. Yeah. All right, love we're, is my religion. We're, we're gonna take a, we're gonna take a quick break. 
And then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about, about like why or like how you come to the decisions that you've come to for this race and other ones as well. So we'll say no bones about it. No. Take a break. There's other ways. How do you get just be your friend on Facebook? You get your pun of the day. That's pretty much the only way to get the is, pun of the day. Is be your friend on just, Facebook. You can also follow me, I guess, if you didn't actually want to take that. Step. Can you follow somebody that just a regular person just follow them, or yeah. do they have to like make oh, yeah. a you celebrity can, profile? No, you can. I have like 26 followers. Nice. That yeah. aren't your friends. That's correct. Oh man, yeah. I need to get some of those. Those 26 people. Like who are those? I guys? don't know. <laughs> and because you can follow them without telling them who Several you are. Several of them are people that have friended me, but I turned down the request, <laughs> so they settled for. Uh... Like all right, well I'll just watch yeah. them. Right. But like with that, like that's not. They will only see like your public things. Correct. Right. Yes. Interesting. Puns are public. though. Puns definitely public. Yes. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so puns of the day are great um, <clears throat> addition. I don't know why we're talking about puns other than that you have a bunch of mm-hmm. dog. Well, you know, the funny thing is that for a while there, people kept posting mustaches on my Facebook wall. Mustache pictures, mustache things. Right. And uh, because of the mustache dash. And now nobody posts, must, posts mustaches anymore. People post puns. Just puns. <laughs> They're like, oh, I associate Porter with puns. Right. He'll like this. I've successfully upgraded from, I mean, I, I consider an upgrade <laughs> from mustaches to puns. Sure. I, I posted something like, I came across some food related puns. Yes. And I put yes, that on, you your, on your wall because mm-hmm. I got a chuckle out of it. I get my material from just people posting puns. Yeah, well. Yeah, why come up with it on your own yeah. when people will just give it to you? Mm-hmm. All right, so we're talking about run your runs, and really, this is creative projects in general. And this this is this is your outlet. This is your medium for. I mean, other than the boats, we can talk about the boats too. But the races is is one outlet that, that you're definitely 
making something and putting your spit on it and it's your call on whether or not you're doing dogs or you're doing dogs and kids or you're doing dogs and cats or dogs and anti-dogs dogs and unicorns yeah yeah and so all right so so why what drives you to make a new event like why did you say oh we're gonna try we're gonna try this new yeah well there's a lot of practical considerations uh one of them is that we need to make money (laughs) sure Um, this is a good driver right and prove that the concept works because we want to take this concept this platform and expand it to other Mm -hmm. things um other brands but um what drives me to create it i mean i like writing funny things okay (laughs) um and the idea of the idea of people, of 1,000 people or 2,000, I mean, we're shooting for 2,000 people with Puppy Run, right? Okay. So the idea of 2,000 people reading something that I wrote and laughing about something that I wrote and then going out and drawing a puppy with a running route because I told them to do so is, uh, I mean... You're drunk with power. Yeah, it's kind of, but it's like anonymous power, right. too, because it's not like my name is all over it, so it's, I, I don't know, I, I would prefer that to non-anonymous power. Um, like a celebrity or whatever. Sure. Um, so yeah, I mean the idea of just be, being able, and you know, also with the virtual runs, it's it's encouraging people to be healthier, which is sure. which is a good thing. Um, but no, I think the biggest thing is just like the idea of taking this very abstract concept of puppies and then developing it into something with like a narrative and a story and invitations and calls to actions and where people actually go out and run physically. Um, is really cool and it's kind of one of those I've heard the phrase the internet of things where instead of just you know things being on the internet in a computer now uh-huh. there are there are connections to the real world from the internet and I feel like this is one of those things right so so what so I know that you're you're in the thick of this mm-hmm. but what are other runs that you're in it had you thought about in the future if this one's successful I mean yeah. when this one's successful that's what I meant to say what what else are you gonna just you're gonna do a yearly puppy run, or does the, do you do then do the kitten run, or then you do the chinchilla run, or then do you do <laughs> what 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 other um, other small mammal? Uh, what, yeah, what what other, what other themes are you yeah. gonna do a nautical theme run? No, no, no. You, those worlds do not collide. No, I mean people people don't like boats enough to. No, I think some of the some of the ideas we have, we have a long list of ideas. One of the, thing, the first things we did is got a list of all the holidays, uh-huh. and I'll tell you there are some. We're not doing a run around Jefferson Davis's birthday. That's probably for the best. Or the Confederate Memorial Day, you know, holiday. Probably. No. I mean, maybe if it, not a not a virtual one. Maybe if you were in Alabama. Yeah, maybe. But uh, Kelsey anyway. would run it because uh, she was a big supporter of the Confederacy. Right. Well, it's it's really she's a Dukes of Hazard fan, and she likes uh, okay. she likes the yeah right the, the General Lee, the okay. car, and the flag got on it. So the next one, one, one run that I really want to do is not even a one single discrete run. It's like a month-long challenge where, and you accumulate points. So there's a variety of ways where you can accumulate points, but there and there are thresholds of points, right? So when you get to let's say 500 points, you level up, and what that means is that uh, you would either get some new piece of swag or you'd be able to, you would make a donation in your name on your behalf to some charity of your choice and you can keep leveling up and whatnot. And there's all these different ways you can accumulate points. It lasts a whole month and where people would run, you know, they'd run the 5k 
at the beginning, at the end, and then if they improve their time, they would they would earn more points. All kinds of different ways. So it's a real direct call to action for people to run over the course of a month. It encourages them to be healthy, and it's you know has points attached, which hopefully would encourage the kind of you know um, more driven and addictive uh, actions you might associate with a game. Yeah. So that's one big run I want to do. I'd like to do that in December when people are. It's kind of more challenging to run and, sure. and serve as that's like a. Yeah, as an external well, motivator. And for sure, you could probably do that. You could link it with holiday things. And yes. you can have it be like... There's a lot of charitable giving in December as well. So, yeah. easy to tie in. 12 days of Christmassy stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Drummer's drumming. Right. When's, we, when's we, Jefferson Davis' birthday? I don't know when no. it is. It might be also in December. You then know, it might be You never December. know. Yeah. So, you should have something for that okay. in the month challenge. That's all I'm saying. Right. That way, you don't have to do an actual race, but you could have... An homage to Jefferson Davis. I don't know much about Jefferson Davis. We went through a whole bunch of different ideas before we settled on the puppy run. What are the worst ideas that you, that you guys had? Other than Jefferson Davis' <laughs> run. Uh, that's the worst. Uh, the second worst, I mean, there was some idea. And this might actually not be the bad of an idea. It's hard to say. Um, but the the unicorn run. Like right. There definitely is a fascination with unicorns and sparkly and like right. dust and magic. And so there was an idea for a, a unicorn run, but I think it just see that the, the like problem. What is, what is that? The yeah. problem with the I don't even I don't even know. We didn't get very far into the design process. But the downside to virtual runs is there's so few limits on on what you can do that it's almost like, well, why don't you do a run around this or around quilting or around you know the neo Nazis? Like <laughs> you could do a run around anything. That's another great terrible <laughs> idea. Right, and the neo Nazi run. Right, shave your head and uh, yeah, commit hate crimes. Right, the hate crime run. <laughs> yeah, the hate crime run. So that you you don't have enough constraints. You end up coming sure. up with some really bad ideas sure. that that do not connect to running. People are not going to relate to. People won't get excited about. Um, so. I think we're going to do a dedicated, uh, we're, we will do in the future a dedicated dog run, where it's not the puppy run, but it'll be like mankind's best friend. It'll be sure. dedicated to people who have dogs, people who run with dogs. You know, I think it would be interesting is to have a race that it isn't about your time, it's about your dog's time. <laughs> okay. And like, and so like, even though you're the one who's submitting all the information, mm-hmm. like you don't get the rewards and like the actual rewards <laughs> are like dog treats yeah. and, and stuff like that. Right. Like, so it's like, no, you didn't win. Your mm-hmm. dog won. This is a dog race. And like, I think there, there would actually be a lot of people who... Yeah, there's lots of role reversal instead yeah. of... Yeah. yeah. It's human. Um, one Maybe you could just put a GPS on them and let them run. Yeah. Right? Right. Just like throw the stick. Go, that, so some, la- some, some real lazy people <laughs> yeah. could, do the, could do the virtual dog run. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, well, he's running. Your run track is to scribble in a park. Yeah. Uh, one run we want to do that will be really cool, I think is a relay run where you have a team of people. Like one thing we've noticed with all virtual runs is there's always a lot of teams. So in this idea, you have a team, let's say it's five people, and can Usain Bolt be on my team? He can be on your team. Okay. If we yeah, he got his email address. Uh, so person one goes running, they finish. I bet I could find his Twitter handle though. They once they finish running, it this the platform would then automatically send an email to the runner two says, "Hey, runner one's done. It's your time to run. Go run. Go 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 go." And go. doesn't matter what like doesn't matter what time of day is. They got to go and run. They have to. Yeah, I mean, well, the longer they wait, like the more they're penalized in some way. 
Right. So the, essentially the transition time, you want to have as short of a transition time as possible. And so if they're smart, what they would do is they say, okay, Saturday's the day, everybody be ready, because yeah. I'm going to start at this time, and right. that's how long it'll probably take me. Right. So it's not like they're at work, and then all of a sudden... No, it's not like it's 2 a.m., but it might be. I mean, be, who knows? It'd be kind of funny. If right. It, if the team was big enough... Right. And where it's like a month-long thing, and, right. like, and like all of a sudden it's like... <laughs> you don't know what it's going to strike. You don't know when it's going to strike. It's like yeah. 3 in the morning. It's like, oh, crap, i got to go run. Yeah. I mean, we've had teams with like 30 people on them. Right. And so that's entirely possible. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So that, that'll that be a fun thing where uh, it's a team-based thing. It's a relay. You know, it's got elements of... Of like the you know a relay and a the right like the Ragnar style races or just right. a, or a track race, so that's we're excited about that one too. Sure, it's exciting. Yes, all oh, very exciting. Mm, so exciting. Um, is there anything you want to talk about your boats? Boats are actually is it totally is it different or is yeah. It... I think that boats are not as creative as you think they may be. You say because they're more prescriptive. They're very prescriptive, and you're you're following. Yeah, you're following steps. You're following a plan. Yeah, yeah. As you know, I've often, you know, Brent, Brent has often criticized dancing as something that gets credit for being a really creative thing, but really it's the choreographer that's the that's the creative one. Yeah. But the dancer is more like an athlete or yeah. more like a... Uh... Well, here's my question on that. This is one thing I've wondered about for a long time with music. Sure. So I've always thought, all right, music, there are notes on a page. It describes what note you should be playing, how long you should be playing for, when you play it in the sequence yeah. of notes... So it seems like there really should be actually very little space for creativity. You could have a machine do it, and it would be the same. But people talk about creativity. You play a piece. Ten people play a piece, and one person, it might sound amazing. And they're all good players, let's say. Yeah. And their person just sounds fine. So in the same way as with dance, could there not be that same yeah, creative there, space? Yeah, there, there is that creative space, but it's... I mean, you could say, you could say the same with, with boat making, right? Mm -hmm. Like... Well, yeah, boat making. There's not much creativity at all, right? But I'm saying, but even with with any creative endeavor, meaning literally, you're creating something, okay. right? You're making yeah. you're making something. There is always room. There's interpretation. From, so tell from me about the, the interpretation in music because I've always wondered about this. Like, how is it that you get that one piece could be played in different yeah. moods or feelings? Yeah, and, and yeah. that's and that's what it is, right? Like, I mean, because you have some kind of music. You have your jazz where there's mm -hmm. where there's improvisation that goes, and that goes without saying, right? There's plenty of room for literally creative things, right? But even within that, uh, you know, you have music theory that kind of constrains it to, you know, this chord or this, you know, you really have the only choices between these sort of things because in order to stay with the beat, in order for it to sound good, you have... You know different constraints, but then on top of that, you you have a looking. No, I'm following. You're following. Yes. Um, so, but then on top of that, you have, yeah, like tone. There, are, there are elements of it that aren't necessarily written in. That are, yeah. Uh, there's a color and a tone to it that it's hard to put your finger on, and and that's why it's it's hard to you can't really write it down. So if I'm playing the piano, right. And I'm pushing a key to make a note, and then another note, and another yeah. note. How would I impart a tone to that sequence of three notes? Um, is it like how hard I'm pushing the, the 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 key? Yeah, I think in part is that, and it's like the way that you like how fast and how hard, mm -hmm. and 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 even though the rhythm is written and the notes are written, I think there is a volume and intensity that. 
can't be specific enough. Mm-hmm. Right? All right. This seems like another episode in itself. It does, yes. I kind of wish we had talked about this instead of instead of the races, though I've enjoyed the race talk. This episode, in case you've forgotten, <laughs> is, is brought to you by... The Mustache Dash. The Mustache Dash. Mustache Dash. Get your mustache on. Dash yeah. with your stash. That's right. Um, all right, well, we actually are about out of time. Uh, maybe we maybe we could uh, oh, we we need to have a call to action. Well, okay, let me say one thing about the boat design. Okay, I think that there actually is a lot more creativity with boat design than sure. construction because construction sure. is actually really essential. There's no creativity because you got to build to the plans. Otherwise, right. things aren't going to fit together. Right. It's well, not gonna work. yeah, it's the same construction yeah. versus architecture right. and and. But boat design, I'd say there's plenty of creativity, especially in something like a yacht. Something that's not, you know, a, a tank or whatever, there's not much creativity. There should not be any creativity, really. There should be innovation. Right. Uh, which is which is kind of similar. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, in design, you might, there's plenty of opportunity for it. Right. Yeah. Okay, so coming back, action. let's do a call to action. I think, that, I think that we might have to do a whole episode. Maybe not, maybe in the future we'll have an op, we'll have a episode about the difference between that those two kinds of creativity where you're you know coming from something and and or building off of something that's written mm-hmm. or prescriptive versus yes whatever but let's keep our focus back on running races yes no, like, have the call to action run a, run a virtual race sign up for the puppy run sign up for the puppy run is our call to action and pet a puppy it, find a puppy play with it is there is there a on the registration for your races is there like how did i hear about yes i will add 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 ready go okay so tell if if you (laughs) you register for the puppy run tell make sure to say that you heard about it on the the ready go podcast that'd be great that's your call to action don't forget to uh like us on facebook follow us on twitter uh you know subscribe Desperately hating this old place Dreamed to discover a new space And buried himself alive Inside his basement Tongue on the side of his face, man He's working away on displacement And what it would take to survive Cause when you're down with this world up to you and his wife told his kids he was crazy and his friends said he'd fail if he tried but with a will to work hard and a library card he took a homemade fan blade one man submarine ride up with one hand and
Home.